In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. I want to talk a little bit about Pentecost that we had yesterday. Pentecost years back used to have an octave. That means eight days of Pentecost. Now we go into ordinary time. But there's nothing to do with ordinary time because it's in the grace of God. So we'll talk a little about Pentecost. What was the Feast of Pentecost that all these Jews were uh, at? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and Mesopotamians from Phrygia and Cappadocia and so on. What were they doing in Jerusalem? They were at the Feast of Pentecost, which was the anniversary of the law being given to Moses. So that's why you see all these people. For us, we don't think about the law. We think about the Spirit. That on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God came and they were changed. The doors were locked for fear of the Jews. And what happens now? When the fire comes, when the wind blows, they open the doors and Peter begins to preach his first sermon on Pentecost. This Jesus whom you crucified, God has raised up to be both Lord and Messiah. And they were saying, what about these gifts that, are you, that you people have? And Peter said, the gifts and the Spirit is for you, people, you Jews, for your children, and for those far off, that's us. So that we need to know that the gift of Pentecost, the gift of the fire of the Spirit, the gift of the baptism of the Spirit, is for us today, those far off. And I'm going to tell you about Pentecost. Spell it. P-E-N-T-E-C-O-S-T. -E -E there is a cost in Pentecost. Oh, yes. Some people think you're nuts. But that's okay if they think you're nuts, as long as you're doing the Lord's will. Everyone should not be speaking well about us. That's how they spoke about the false prophets. We need to have people speaking well about us and that that person is not good, is not right with God. I tell you, we need both because we don't want to be like the prophets that they all said how good the prophets were, the false prophets. And you know what? They weren't good at all. We don't hot or cold, not lukewarm. Lukewarm, no one's bothered. But when you come with the fire of God, the fire of God, some people it sets them ablaze, other people they run from it. But the fire of God, it, there's no middle ground with that, and that's what we want. Yesterday, me and Father, we went to three three services for Pentecost. Father preached it too. We started with Mass. Father had an amazing homily. And Father, why don't you tell him what we did after Mass when we had our own Sunday service? We went to the mile where all the people of the street are. And I was in a wheelchair with a microphone preaching. 
I don't know if they were listening that I was preaching. I'm sure someone must have heard something. And uh, I started singing songs. I surrender all. And I would say, you know, Jesus loves you, and he's got a plan for your life. Oh, yes, I stopped preaching on the day of Pentecost to those people who would never come to church. So the church came out to them. That's the way it should be. The church should be going out to the people as well as the people coming to the church. Well, these people would never come to the church. Never. So what do we do? Anthony buys water, much water, to give out to the people. And Anthony begins to pray with the people. And uh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah, so we went to Macedon Mile, which we, we really call Mary's Mile. They're all her children to preach Jesus and his kingdom. And you know, it doesn't take much. You just... We just buy some water. We have Father Tom give his priestly blessing over it. And, you know, we wheel Father Tom out in the wheelchair. He can walk fine, but he was out there for about an hour. And he was just singing and praising Jesus. And, you know, there's probably 300 people there. And, you know, they all received the Word of God. You know, we don't know what we do in the Spirit because we just bring the Word of God as you, you're called to bring the Word of God and the rest is up to Jesus. So we pray, we play praise and worship music while Father Tom was singing. But when we, the first, as soon as we got there, two of the people, they, they immediately said, is that Father Tom? You know? And, and the great thing about people who are using drugs or in this tough spot, they know they need Jesus. They know they need Jesus, and they're open to prayer. You know, I, I we bought about 70 waters, and I probably prayed for 65 people because I said, it's blessed water, and it comes with a blessing. And I just lay, and, we, and I just, Father Tom was singing I was across the street, and I was just laying hands on people and asking Jesus to touch them, to touch their lives. But you know what? Only... Only two or three out of 70 people didn't want to receive prayer. And when God bless him, he told me he was a pastor. And when I was praying for other people, he was correcting me how to pray. Sometimes, sometimes the people who think they know Jesus the best, it's, it's, a, it's the hardest to break through. Because when you think you know and you think you don't need help, then how can you have help? But you know, the, the thing about it is, is God's timing is perfect. And he has you, and he has everyone, even the people at Methadone Mile, exactly where they need to be to get to where they need to go. Right now, they're low and they're broken. But guess what? When we're low, God can exalt us. But it takes, it takes people going out in the field. Then after we went up to Kingdom Awakening and had a praise and worship session with the Lord, and we just were praising the Lord, and and Pentecost came down there too. You see, the Holy Spirit comes by the name of Jesus, and we have the whole. You contain the whole Kingdom of God within you. So some people, like Father Tom, and they're chosen for ministry, and they're chosen to have these big days with the Lord. But the thing is, God has a ministry through you and with you. 
And every person he brings before you, since you have the power of God within you, that same power Jesus has, which emboldens you and empowers you to not only do the works of Jesus, but to know Jesus and to preach Jesus and to love Jesus, that God has a plan every second of every day for you. And you know, you got to be careful when you're in the spirit, no drinking and driving, and not drinking not drinking alcohol, drinking the new wine of the Holy Spirit. You know, we were so filled, I was so filled with the Holy Spirit on the way home, God forgive us. And maybe I didn't realize it, but I was speeding down the highway, maybe 90, and I got pulled over. And when we did, the cop, the police officer pulled us over, and he rolled down the window. Luckily, he was a believer, and he said, oh, hi, Father, how are you? And, you know, I told him, and I was very docile. I knew I was wrong. I told him, sorry. We just came from a glory service, and I had to, we had the fire of God coming through our veins, and I was going too fast because I was wrong. But, you know, the we just asked God. Father said, mercy, not justice, and we just left it in the Lord's hands. And luckily, God chose to give us mercy that day, and we got a warning. But upon the police officer coming, we told him, and I asked Father to give him a blessing. We told him, listen, nothing happens outside the will of God. Nothing happens by chance. It's not by chance that you pulled us over. It's not by chance that you're receiving a blessing from God. Jesus is calling you back to himself. He loves you. And he wants to fill you with all his graces. And we gave the officer a blessed rosary. And, you know, he was, he was, we knew he was, we knew he was Catholic because he was a young Italian guy. And, you know, so we just pray for him right now and we bless him and we ask for an inflow of the Holy Spirit upon him. So we had like a very adventurous and we had a great day for Pentecost. Think about it. Life with Jesus is exciting. It's exciting. And it's full, and it's full of surprises, and it's full of good things, and God's full of mercy. And every day, He has more for you. He has more for you. So, Father, right now, we just thank you. We thank you for what you did all those years ago on Pentecost, when you sent down the Holy Spirit upon this earth, and you made disciples and apostles out of everyone who wants to receive Jesus as their Savior. And that everyone listening, even you, have been empowered by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit to live a life marked in eternity and so Jesus can continue his ministry today through you, through you. So, Father, right now, even even through this show, just release the Holy Spirit and the fire of God. Let the tongues of fire come upon every listener, even right now, as they did on the day of Pentecost, Lord. And light us up with your fire and just let us burn, burn for you. And let the Holy Spirit just course through our veins because the fire of God burns out everything humans and enlightens us to everything divine. Pentecost, St. Paul said, I want you to seek the gifts of the Spirit, especially that you shall prophesy. And I gave the example of being at a ecumenical service with John Paul Jackson. And he was giving his talk on the presence of God. And then he points to me and he says, Brother, when you came into this room, 
I saw a golden megaphone on your mouth, and I see you in a little room, and you're reaching a lot of people in that little room. He didn't know me. I was in dungarees. I said, I have a radio ministry, and I preach from a little room. He said, well, you're reaching a lot of people, the Lord's saying. Oh, yes. And what about the prophetic image that I had when I was praying with the woman who had cancer of the stomach? As I was praying, I had a, prophet, a pr prophetic image of a wheel, steel wool pad. <laughs> now, what do you do with the steel wool pad? You scour out the pans. So I started to pray, Jesus, scour it out, scour it out, scour it out, scour it out. I said, this lady could think I'm nuts. She didn't know me. She came for prayer, and I'm saying scour it out. But anyway, I kept on saying it because the Lord had given it to me. Well, when she went to the doctor, there was no cancer, and the doctor said it looks like it was scoured out. That's amazing. That's the gift of the Holy Spirit. I can't do things like that. That's God. It all started with the image of a steel wool pad. Many people would say, well, that's stupid. Not stupid. It was for this woman. It was for this woman. And then about changed lives. I remember Jean coming to us with uh, three months to live. They said, put your affairs in order. You're going to be dead in three months. And I said to her, listen, they don't know when you're going to be dead, but we know that Jesus loves you and he heals the sick. And every time you come, I'm going to pray for you, if only for a minute. They came twice a week. Jean lasted 13 years not three months. Why? Because the Holy Spirit put her in remission for so long. Oh, yes. This is all God's grace. This is what happens when you believe. This is what happens when you pray for people. This is what happens when you step out into the uncomfortable part of your life. Oh, yes. I wasn't uncomfortable yesterday preaching to these poor addicts. I, I, my heart went out to them. My heart went out to them. There's so many of them. And the cars streamed by so fast, they could kill these people. They could kill these people. These people need to be cared for. And the only thing we could do on Pentecost was to tell them about Jesus and to give them water in the name of Jesus. I blessed that water in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I prayed over that water that the people who drink it might experience deliverance and healing. That's what I prayed. And I believe God is going to do it. We need to just keep our eyes on Jesus, because the Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. He doesn't glorify me. He doesn't glorify Anthony. He glorifies Jesus. And it's Jesus that the world needs today. It's our Lord Jesus Christ who came so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. John 10.10, 10, the evil spirit comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Oh, yes, how we need that abundant life in the power of the spirit. How we need it. We're desperate for it. And I told the people, 
We are in absolute need of the Holy Spirit, but we have to have a thirst and a hunger for him. If we don't have a thirst for him, we're not going to receive him, and we're not going to do anything that what Jesus would do. We need a thirst and a hunger for the Holy Spirit. I said, one person said, the Holy Spirit is the uh, one of the Trinity that's forgotten. And I said, if he's been forgotten, nothing's happening to that person. Because he's not forgotten. He's the power of God. He's the healing of God. He's the love of God. Oh, yes. How we need the Holy Spirit. I'm desperate for more of the Holy Spirit. I need more of the Holy Spirit in my everyday life. I need more because I'm weak. I need more of the Holy Spirit because I'm desperate. And you know what? When you're desperate, God gives it to you. God gives it to you. God gives it to you. He wants to give it to you. But you need to ask. You need to thirst. You need to, you need to thirst for the Holy Spirit. This is a great Pentecost weekend. And even on Pentecost Eve, you know, Hillsong, which is a praise and worship band, they came to the Boston Garden. And, and the presence of God was so filled in there. It was, it was amazing. There were 7,000 people praying the Lord. You know, God gives you exactly what you need when you need it. He knows. That night I was, you know, I'd been praying and fasting, and I was just very drained. And Father Robert, God texted me and said, we got an extra ticket. Would you like to come to praise and worship Hillsong? And I went. And, you know, I was just tired and out of it. But then the anointing fell. And I swear, that that Boston Garden was filled with so many angels. The Holy Spirit fell, the anointing, the love of God. And that, that goes out. That goes out all over Boston. You know, that goes out. We pray right now that everyone who's going to be watching, I was joking. I'm like, I like the Celtics' chances in the championship because the garden is filled with millions of angels. But we just pray, Lord, that everyone who goes in to the garden to watch a, any event just gets those angels stay there and they just get they just get whacked by the Holy Spirit. Whacked. And you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You'll receive power. You know, I, I had no power in me when I walked in there. I was literally, I was on E. But when the Holy Spirit fell, I received power. And you know, I, I couldn't help myself. I was like, all right. And you'll be my witnesses. I was like, I need to go witness to Jesus. So after a while, I, I was like, I started walking out to go get the workers and the vendors. And it was funny because there was about 15 workers and they were about 400 feet down the line. And I just started walking up to them and laying hands and praying for them. And it's funny because they could see me coming and they knew, they knew what was coming. Cause I, I wasn't being bashful cause I had the power of God on me. It had nothing to do with me, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you and you will be my witnesses. So I was witnessing to Jesus. I was laying hands and I could see they're like, Oh, he's coming. They were counting down. They're like, you got two people. It's me next. It's me next. But you know, the Holy Spirit set them right in place. And the thing is, is everyone wants prayer. Everyone wants to be blessed. Everyone wants to receive the light of Christ. Everyone wants to receive the love of God. 
So luckily, the spiritual atmosphere in the in the Boston Garden was such that you know everyone was being convicted by the Lord, and the spirit of prophecy was on me. So I just was prophesying over people. Everyone was giving their life to God. If they weren't a believer, if they were, they were receiving the Holy Spirit, receiving prophetic words. And you know, but this is, you know, I don't say this to glorify myself because I receive, I don't deserve any glory. It's just all for the glory of God, all for the glory of God. Because as you get into the place of the Holy Spirit, you know, everything changes. Everything changes and the Holy Spirit empowers you. You know, we do the works we do because the Holy Spirit anoints you as you step out. Me and Father, you know, we go to mess home. We do these things. And, you know, it doesn't matter how we feel before. It might be a little battle. Like Father Tom says, Pentecost comes with the cost. But as soon as we step out, the Holy Spirit empowers us. The anointing comes. You know, he doesn't qualify. He doesn't call the qualified because none of us are. He qualifies the call. So the whole thing is to take that first step and watch what God does. And watch what God does. And, you know... We suffer f compassions to suffer with someone. So, you know, after we pray for 60, 70 people, my head is spinning. You know, my head's spinning and it's... But the thing is that God just takes care of all of it. You know, you just... You just you just want supernatural faith. You know, as I was driving into the garden, parking's like $50 and, you know, when you're just working on the servant of Christ, it's not much money. But I just pray the rosary. I say, Lord, just find me a spot. And as and I just drive around right there. And every time, God just gives me a spot right in front. Because God doesn't care about these things. He's just looking for your faith. He's looking for your faith. Because you have power and dominion in the whole inheritance of God over the world. You have angels and you have heaven and you have Jesus and you have everything for you. And you just need to fall in line with that flow. Let the Holy Spirit blow on you. Blow on you. Holy Spirit, blow on us. Yes, come breathe upon us, breath of God. Come breathe upon us, O Spirit of the Lord. For we need you. Oh, we're desperate for you, Holy Spirit, in the church. We don't need more meetings, Lord. We need the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't need more meetings, Lord. Meetings don't care us any place unless we invite the Holy Spirit into our meeting. Just saying a prayer is not going to do much because, you see, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, the enemy is at work in people's lives. The only battle against the enemy is the blood of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, I start singing, Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. The devil hates the blood. So we sing it. We keep on singing about it. We keep on telling people, God's got a plan for your life. And you know, I don't know whether they were listening or not, 
but they're drinking the water that was prayed over, bring deliverance and healing. I remember a story when I was a deacon. A lady came to me and said, would you bless this gallon of water? I said, I'll give it a deacon's blessing. And I blessed it. And she put it in the refrigerator, thinking that her husband would drink it. Well, one day she said, how do you like that water in the refrigerator? He said, oh, I give it to the dog. You want to know what? The dog stopped howling. The dog stopped howling. That's a true story. The husband never drank it. The dog drank it, and he made no more noise. This is God doing these things. I wouldn't even have uh, the ability to think like that. But you see, God knows how to do things. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Quia quem meruisti, meruisti portare. Alleluia, alleluia. Resurrexit, sit condixit, resurrexit, sit condixit. Alleluia, alleluia. Ora, ora, pro nobis Deum. Ora, ora, pro nobis Deum, Regina Celi, Regina Celi. Letare, letare, alleluia. I know I wasn't supposed to sing that today, but it's still Pentecost in my heart, and that's why I sang it. May the Lord bless you with this Holy Spirit. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.